whatever. He runs back, again dodging six more SUVs and two Toyotas later, and the cops come. And I'm over here like, shit, we have a young black male who just ripped a white girl's ponytail right off the back of her head to get a $20 bill. This looks like a robbery. So the cops show up, and right as the cops pull up, my parents are right there in their 2007 Ford F-150 that eventually became mine later on. And they're just staring at Cole being handcuffed. And they pull me over, and they're like asking me all these questions. The girls are crying, acting like they're the victims of the situation saying that Cole went and assaulted them to get the money. They wanted money, blah, blah, blah. We're freaking out because I'm like, Cole's going to get a robbery charge at 13 years old. I'm shitting bricks, dropping pellets like a rabbit. I'm scared to death. So we're talking to the cop and the cop's in the car. He gets out of the car. Sorry, I, 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 I reversed a little bit. But I was terrified at first. And then I see the, the cop get out of the car. And he's blacker than Eddie Murphy with a tan. And I'm like, we got this, Cole. He knows exactly what's up. You are not going to get racially profiled right now. And you probably won't get shot. And I can play the white card and act like I don't know what's going on. And that my, my black friend is an absolute saint. So I run up to the cop car and Cole, me and Cole explain everything. And the cop looks at us both and he's like, y'all looking to get some reefer, ain't you? He knew exactly what the goal was. He knew that $20 was everything for the night if we didn't get the $20 the night was ruined and we said yes next thing you know fast forward 10 minutes later we see a fat old white girl and a skinny white girl together looks like a 10 and not in a good way one's a one one's a zero they end up in the back of a cop car Nothing like seeing two white girls get arrested when a black guy and a freaking white guy could have got arrested together. Me and Cole hop in my parents' whip, head to the dealer's house, and we are higher than giraffe nuts in Alabama. And that's it for my podcast tonight. What do you think, babe? I mean, I've heard that one before. Don't listen to her. Thank you, guys. This is Go Talk by Raven. Hope you guys have a good night. Oh, and by the way, don't forget to suck my nuts. Bye-bye. Because I be working that freaking pole. Anyways, how you guys doing tonight? This is my podcast called Goat Talk for now. I'll probably change it later. And right now, my girlfriend's taking my money like usual. Anyways, I'm here to tell you a story. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a couple of glasses of wine deep and I'm ready to talk to you guys today. I'm not 
you ready to talk to him? Yeah, I'm always ready to talk. Anyways, guys, I gotta tell you a story about a time. And don't give it away, goddammit. Okay. I need to start telling stories you don't know already. So me and my best friend Cole. Cole's a light-skinned black man from Tennessee that I met in middle school. And this man was particularly aggressive and very buff. And he had these buck teeth that could probably kill a small giraffe. These things, these things look like pieces of clay that had been left out in the sun for probably six weeks. And they were yellower than a fucking piss stain on a fucking 12 year old's diaper. Anyways, we were at the mall one day. And we were walking around, because that's what fucking kids do, right? We were 13, walking around like a bunch of fucking assholes. Shoplifting from stores, running from security, whatever we could do. Of course, we were higher than giraffe nuts at the fucking mall. And I had met this girl named Sarah on Instagram. She was a small little, I couldn't tell if she was Greek or something. She definitely wasn't white. She was pretty. She had these blue eyes and blah, 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 olive skin. You know, everything that would give a little kid a boner back in 2007. And I was, at the time, I thought she was very attractive on Instagram, of course. So I hit her up and I said, yo, meet me and my friend, my light-skinned buck-toothed friend at the mall at approximately 7.30 because that's prime time on a Saturday for a 13-year-old boy. Don't worry about it. I made up a date for entertainment. Leave me alone. So they show up. And of course their mom drops them off. Of course Uber didn't exist yet. So they couldn't Uber themselves over. Which they would have probably preferred. And we met up with them. And the fucking Sarah chick was so awkward. She wouldn't speak to me. She was just extremely like. Just almost just. Just awkward. Awkward as all hell. She wouldn't speak at all. She would just stare at you with this blank stare of just undevoted attention. Almost to just steer you away from the conversation at most. And her friend was just enormous. She looked like the fat white girl from Pitch Perfect with a lazy eye and a hairline of a 55-year-old single dad so we were walking around obviously cole's upset he's giving me looks like man i can't believe you just did this to me and i'm like well look at you man you are ugly as hell i didn't say it to him because i didn't want to ruin his confidence but i mean he's buff enough and fit enough to get a you know a trashy white girl at most we're walking around cole's just avoiding this woman at all costs and I'm trying to speak to the Sarah chick, but she will not speak. She is absolutely tone deaf. I don't know what's wrong with her. She just doesn't have vocal cords. She's just staring at me. And she's actually texting me while we're sitting next to each other. So she's sending me messages like, should we kiss? Should we hold hands? And I'm over here. How about you ask me in person, you little asshole? That's what I'm thinking in my head, this little... Oh, okay, I can't speak enough bad things about her. Anyways, 
we're walking around the wall. We end up at Dick's Sporting Goods, and we're walking up and down the elevators, or not the at the escalators. And we're looking at camping gear for some god reason, because of course we're not going to spend money on these two little hoes, especially if one's fatter than fucking Rosie O'Donnell. And out of nowhere, me and Cole are walking next to each other. We're kind of talking. You know how girls and guys, when they're on double dates, they talk to each other in a weird line. So the two girls are behind you and the two guys are in front and they're kind of talking. They're kind of talking. That is an example on how a date is not going well. When that happens, that means there is conversations happening that we're discussing how to get out of the situation, which exactly was what was happening. I'm pretty sure they were talking about how to get out and we were talking about how to get out. Out of nowhere, me and Cole look behind each other. They're gone. We have no idea where they went. And at that point, we're kind of upset because we feel like we thought we had the upper hand. We thought we were too good for them. So I'm like looking at Cole. I'm like, where did they fucking go? We see them going down the escalator as fast as fuck. I've never seen an escalator go so fast. And my automatic thought from I'm from Albuquerque. My first thought is okay locate your wallet so i pat my back pocket and i had 20 dollars to my name i was 13 of course i didn't have much money and that 20 dollars was supposed to be spent on reefer for me and cole so i pat my back pocket nothing i pat my other back pocket nothing i pat my front pockets my both my front pockets nothing i was wearing a collared shirt pat my front nothing and I was just praying because I, I didn't have a license at the time. I didn't have anything that really meant anything to me in my wallet at the time, like a social security card or a license or anything like that. I was only worried about the $20 that my mom had given me a week ago. So I'm checking all my pockets just for the $20 bill because that's all I care about. Nothing. So it's safe to assume that the $20 is gone and it has been taken by the fat one because i'm not going to accuse the skinny one of anything because she's human just kidding so i am i grew up with a very harsh mother she was absolutely aggressive when you when when you would talk back to her or if you told her anything she didn't want to hear So I had been terrified of female confrontation for most of my life. Still to this day, I have a hard time talking to females aggressively. Let me take a sip. Hold up. And so, of course, I'm like, Cole, you are an aggressive male, an alpha, if you will say. Can you go get that $20 back? And here's the thing, Cole did not care to do it. The only reason he cared to do it is because he knew that we were going to get reefer with the $20. And Cole was broke as Joe, so he couldn't pay for it. And he knew we needed that by the end of the night. So that was the only way we were going to get weed. So we're running after these women, and we see them start booking it. They're running, we're running, and they're far ahead of us. 
and they cross the street on a crosswalk technicality fucking a and i'm over here like we lost them we lost 20 dollars tonight buddy that's a million dollars in 13 year old in a 13 year old's world 20 dollars is a lot of fucking money that's so much money to me at that point in my life even at fucking 18 that was a lot a lot of money to me so cole looked at me and he said i'm gonna get that 20 dollars back bruh if that's the last fucking thing i do and i'm like word get it because i ain't gonna do it (laughs) i'm scared to death of this situation he he says fuck the crosswalk dodges six cars to get across this street grabs the girl by her hair and i don't promote women abuse at all okay i do not i don't think hitting a woman or grabbing a woman is right in any way but that bitch needed to get got so what did my mans do he gripped this bitch's hair harder than an elliptical machine he acted like he was gonna do a pull-up on this machine on this woman's hair i thought he was gonna break her neck by the way he grabbed that ponytail that blonde little fat ponytail ripped her neck back like a right hook from freaking mike tyson he rips the wallet out of her hand checks for the 20 dollar bill and says deuces bitches Block you on Instagram. All right, I think I think we're good, Elias. All right, me? I can hear you perfect now. All right, perfect. All right, all right. So, uh, for the for the viewers, this is Go Talk. Um, we just fucked up our audio real quick. It was a bad connection because we're technical, technical the, difficulties technical difficulties we're in different spectrums of arizona right now we are i'm in my crib right now i should be cleaning my room but fuck it fuck? it's a mess hey you ain't a kid anymore you ain't gotta you, you can clean your room when you want but look <laughs> we were uh, for those who don't know we were talking about we got metro booming releasing an album we got uh lift off take off whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> Let us take off the last round. Uh, the one with the dirty dreads. I don't know what the fuck. He, he, he looks like Bob Marley with a with dark skin. Bob Marley. I don't know. He he's releasing an album with Action Bronson. Who else we got? So we have Action Bronson uh, releasing White Bronco and then Swiss Beats doing Poison. Oh. Then Staples is FM and then um, so there's Moneybag Yo. With the, I don't know what the fuck that is. Called his album's called Reset. Jay uh, Critch, Hood Favorite, K oh, Camp, Rare Sound, and Rody Rich, Feed the Streets 2. Sounds oh, like a oh sounds, my like God. A, sounds like a game, you know, Street Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree. That shit's stupid. Um, right, so, <laughs> so who you got? Who you got? We need to know. So for the Metro Boomin one, I do feel like he's gonna have a Drake track on there. Easy, uh, easy a Drake track for sure. A Big Sean track is gonna be on there. Got you. And I'm gonna say maybe the last track will be a Wayne track for some reason. I'll just say say it there. You think? Hey, l- l- quick question about this. Uh, I wanted to ask this. You think there is going to be an XXX Tentacion feature on on that album? 
just for the clout. I think wow. there might be. I, I feel like they, he might add it just because, you know, he's like, why not? Um, yeah, for for clout purposes, of course. I am wondering if he's going to play safe with this album since he's dropping it. I wonder if he's going to do, like, a bunch of big name artists just to keep it, like, the hype real. Or if he's going to, like, kind of uh, use other artists as well, you know? Not just, like, the main artists like Drake, uh, Migos, uh, Big Sean, and uh, Wayne. Here's my problem with Metro Boomin's. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I gotta speak my mind, man. I gotta speak my mind on Metro Boomin because I have some I have a bone to pick with this motherfucker. Okay, you can't fucking say you're quitting the game. Okay, and I don't know. It, it could have been him or some other artist who said he's, he's gonna start rapping. He said he was starting rapping, right? Correct. Correct. His shit sucked. All right. And nobody, nobody fucked with it. Of course, nobody fucked with it. Metro Boomin rapping. Get the fuck off. Get on the beats, bro. Hit those 808s like, like, like the little drummer you are. You're a little Nick Cannon drumming on the fucking drums. Okay, <laughs> what is this? Fucking step up to? Okay, start dancing. Here's my problem. You you can't go in the game and say, look, I I produced all these tracks. Okay. Uh, I'm one of the best in the game. And now I'm quitting. Guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Metro Boomin. Okay? You are not going to walk in the rap game. Act like you're the best producer to ever live. There's plenty of producers that are better than you. Okay? Do not get me started. And then say, I'm going to retire at the top of my game. Fuck you. Okay? You produce for who? Offset? Travis Scott. Okay? On that fucking stupid ass album that nobody cared about, right? True. Did you listen to it? What did you think? Which album? Uh, the, he produced. He produced that one. That one album with Offset and uh, uh, what's what's his name? Wait, some of not not some of culture. Are you? No, 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 no. Uh, he produced that one with a uh, no. It was him and Offset. Him and Offset released an album. Oh, the more recent one then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So honestly, I haven't heard most of it. I've heard okay. some tracks. It's not bad. I mean, the beats are really good. Honestly, beats That's are good. Really but look, sorry, I had a whimper. But look, you cannot go in the game acting like, like, like you took it over the game. I'm quitting. You can't pull a Mike Tyson. You can't pull a a, a Mayweather and, and knock out twelve people and be like, yo, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a bunch of bullshit It's a bunch of bullshit I think this motherfucker has a lot to prove I need a lot more albums I need a lot more tracks out of you Before you decide you're done And and you want to act like you're on top of the game your, your raps need to be better I heard what he had to spit And guess what, it wasn't good It sounded like he was, he was sucking Future's dick What do you think? So Metro Boomin What's a good What's a track that he has then? Cause honestly I don't think I've heard Metro Boomin rap I, I couldn't even Fucking name That fucking Metro Boomin song bro I mean I, here, Here's what I saw Out of the man He he said Okay I'm getting clout From this producing shit But I, I wanna rap So he rapped Nobody give a shit About his rap he Realized he wasn't good He got sad He got in his feelings He went all Fucking trippy red On the shit got all sad on the freaking first track and then nobody cared yeah that's that's the thing i mean you you can't name me you knew he rapped but you, you can't name a track neither can i 
but I, I heard it. We both heard it. Either yeah. way, either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it will probably be the better album out of a few. I think White Bronco will be a great album. Um, who's the other motherfucker releasing album? So is that Swiss Beats? I do think uh, Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats has some of the best production as well. So he's coming out with that, and then of course, um, Takeoff is dropping that uh, the little last rocket. A lift off, the motherfucker. All right. Uh, all right. So out of the few, we got a few. So it, it's hard to compare uh, White White Bronco to, to the rest of them because you know. As much as subpar as as Action Bronson is, he's he's not he's not there. He's yeah. really not there. He's does he definitely has a lot to prove. Uh, I do feel he has so he has a, a decent raps, but when it comes to flow, it just sounds very lazy, lazy. very monotone. So I do und- I'm even wondering what he's trying to do with this album. Honestly, I, I hope it's good. I, I root for the motherfucker, you know? Like, I think he, he could do good things. He really can. His, I, his, his show is amazing. Yo, that's... <laughs> his that's show is fucking funny. But how how will this translate? Because what was the what was the name of the last album? Can you remind me? Do you know? I don't the know. Album? Oh, I can actually pull it up right now if you need me to. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. What's the name of that? It was one of the blue, uh, blue baby. I don't know. It was with Chance the Rapper. The the blue chips. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was the one. So, the only song we know is with Chance, because Chance Chance had the best verse. Okay. That that I hope you get a paper cut from a raise You know, uh, it was it was amazing. That verse was amazing, and the music video was awesome. But fuck, dude. Action Bronson, man, he, I can't name five songs off the album. He definitely has a nice, like, 90s, uh, like, vibe going with him, but it's just Wait, a voice one. where it's kind of, like, very monotone, so you can't really stay in tune with the track. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for that. Here's what I hear when I hear Action Bronson. And, and to let the viewers know, me and Elias are actually absolutely big supporters of the 90s hip-hop community. Like, we... No, definitely. We thrive off of lyricism to the fullest, and and I I don't think I don't think Action Bronson is a terrible artist at all. I just think that he's lazy. I think he smokes too much pot, to be honest with you. To be honest, I think he has more fun uh, doing his own shows than just making music. Yeah, and he's fat as fuck. You know, like it, it, he likes food. You know, like he, he's not he's not what we what people perceive him to be as like a crazy lyricist if we want to talk about lyricists we and it, it's disappointing in an era where these albums are coming out and and nothing and, and we got to talk about action bronson you know if we had a, a fucking eminem album coming out you know and not to bring up the cliche white rappers you know if we even had a fucking uh, a kendrick album coming out a fucking j cole album coming out whatever we wouldn't even be talking about Ashley Bronson. We'd be like, oh, he's at the bottom of the list. Definitely. <laughs> so I do feel like he does have a lot to prove. I feel like he will be in just like a lower category when it comes to rap artists. So I hope if he drops this one, it's not just like, all right, since I'm a rapper, this is something for the fans. I feel like it would be better if he would just like step out of the comfort zone and just drop something yeah. higher quality. Um, I do feel like if he's going to keep rapping, he should just step it up more than mm-hmm. just like staying where he's at. 
No, I agree. I agree. Uh, so what else? we need to talk about Kanye, man. Kanye, man. So now, did you see that recently he was saying that he's been used and he's done with all that political shit? I don't buy it. But here's my problem. Jimmy Kimmel just released a statement and said uh, something along the lines of uh, Kanye West voices in his head are finally telling him the right things to do. Look, man. That's fucked up. It's funny. Yeah, we can laugh at it. You know, I think it's funny. Fuck. But that's not cool, man. If we're talking about a legitimate mental illness with Kanye West, this is legitimate, man. This is a legitimate problem we're having with Kanye. He's battling self-demons. And and the fact that everybody thinks this is a game, it's not. This man actually believes in Trump. He actually believes that shit is going on in his head. And Jimmy Kimmel wants to come up and act like like shit's funny I, yeah I, what, what do you what do you think about this uh i feel like it's a it's a good funny jab just because i feel like kanye kanye has a big head for sure and he even knows that himself i do feel like he lets himself talk so much to the point where he thinks he's right mm-hmm. and he starts saying a bunch of bullshit i do feel like the whole trump thing i think he was out of hand with it i do feel like he means well but i do think uh he thinks he's gonna make some changes. Um, I just feel like he gets very into uh, starts ranting a lot and saying some dumb shit before his album drops, just so he can have that clout with him. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing I don't. That's one thing I don't like about Kanye. But I just think that like, Jimmy Kimmel thing was kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's funny, but <laughs> if we're living in this 2018 society where where nothing is allowed, where where comedians can't even talk about transgender people. Why can Jimmy Kimmel just be like, hey, finally the voices in his head are correct. Like, fuck you, bro. Like, you you live in the Me Too movement, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, I hear you talking about all this Me Too shit. I think you're talking about all blah, blah, women's rights, President Trump, blah, blah, blah. You're in the 2018 movement. Why are you talking about fucking Kanye's mental illness? Uh, that's that's bullshit. That's I, bullshit. You're contradicting yourself, Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck you. And I this isn't a game. I do feel like uh, Jimmy Kimmel has turned into that person that wants to be liked by everybody, considering how the show has been doing lately. At first, when I, when I would watch it, it was very good. Honestly, it was very funny. And I do feel like now he fun. is kind of uh, trying to appeal more to the masses and just trying to get like be more liked. I I agree, man. I I think it's I. I uh, you know what? And I'm not going to tell you that that I think Jimmy Kimmel crossed the line. I don't think that anybody should. I don't think anybody's crossing a line. I think we should be able to say these things. But if we're going to live in this 2018 movement of we can't speak, we can't do this, we can't say what we want to say, you have to follow the rules too, buddy. You can't pick and choose that the Me Too movement is something you want to follow and then all of a sudden say Kanye's voices in his head are finally telling him something good. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> pick pick a side, bro. Pick yeah. a side. You're a dumbass. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's move on, bro. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about Trippy Red. Let's talk about Trippy Red. Yo, for sure. Uh I did uh I am I'm on Instagram a lot. Sometimes this rap page posts a bunch of um videos this is the more recent one was a uh, trippy red at like a halloween uh club 
and some nice. girls dressed as 6ix9ine. So he's posing with the girl that looks like 6ix9ine. And oh. uh, his caption was, best friends. <laughs> so, um, oh, no. I don't know. Underage. It was, it was me, they're underage. So I hope not. No, 6ix9ine. <laughs> 6ix9ine case. But uh, we'll see. Yo, but I do think uh, Trimmy Red's ex is... I think she's pretty hot for some reason. Maybe it's the <laughs> tattoos. Maybe it's the tattoos. Uh, <laughs> like, man. I like those demonic-looking bitches. They're about to sacrifice <laughs> me to the devil or some shit. Look, man. Trippy Red's ex. I did not expect you to look like that. Okay. <laughs> look, but... <laughs> I expected her to look like... Like, uh, like fucking... Uh, I expected her to look like uh, Eliza Blue from the fucking Hobbit, man. I, I didn't. I, I expected her to have hairy feet and a fucking unibrow, man. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know she was gonna look like that, man. But she was. She was a very good-looking young lady, and it's weird. It, it's it's a weird situation, man, because it's the same thing with X, man. Like the shit came out with X. I know you weren't a big X fan. I don't know. Are you an X fan or no? I won't say I'm the biggest X fan, but I do feel like I still listen to some of his music. So I do hear like the music you play as well. I do feel like he isn't the the artist people portray him to be. He is definitely a good artist, and I feel like he definitely took passion in his craft. So that being said, I do feel like he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but but here's the here's the big thing, man, with the separating the artist from his personal life, right? Me, I'm not the biggest trip. I'm not the biggest trippy red, uh, uh, six nine fan. But I, you know, I I respect trippy red a little more because he does have some good songs. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but six nine has these songs that are just aggressive, man. That just make it hard. Like I, I can appreciate the the DMX tone. The nigga NPO, nigga got this thing here. You know, I appreciate the aggressiveness that comes out of him, but I can't get on board with it when it's like shit's coming out about him being like a, a, a person who just loves underage girls. And you, you saw that. You, I know you saw the video with him with, with the girl who's saying like, "Hey, I I fucked Trippy Red. I was 16 when I fucked him. Yeah, like I have proof. Like she showed all the proof." Damn. He has had sex with underage girls, but can is it something to blame? Is he is he a pedophile? Is he an R. Kelly, or is it, or is it him not analyzing the situation correctly? That's true. I do feel like um, one thing I gotta add to that. I do feel like with like these SoundCloud almost mainstream artists, because mm-hmm. it, um, I do feel like the pussy is different. Like once you're like a big name, like Jay Z. Um, yeah. M, Wayne, I do feel like you get those top model bitches or oh, Drake. You know, you get those top model bitches, like the fine ones, yeah. women. Yeah. And I feel like when you're like SoundCloud famous a little bit, you you get kind of like, like the the younger generation, like the the bitches are just like getting into music, and are like they don't know what's what's good or they're just like listening to the moment. I do feel yeah. like they, they ended up getting those ones, you know, like those are their their uh, their groupies, you know. And I feel like. Uh, they just get stuck with that and I feel like it's kind of fucked up because it's just like you kind of are taking advantage of these younger girls because they don't know any what? better one second no they don't where's them what's up we can cut that out we can cut that out I know but what November Sunday I don't know I don't remember hello <laughs>
Alright, I think I think we're good, Elias. Can you all hear right. me? I can hear you perfect now. Alright, perfect. Alright, alright. So uh, for the for the viewers, this is Go Talk. Um we just fucked up our audio real quick. It was a bad connection because we're technical technical te- difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're in different spectrums of Arizona right now. We are. I'm in my crib right now. I should be cleaning my room, but fuck it. It's a mess. Man. Hey, you ain't a kid anymore. You ain't got to eat. You can clean your room when you want. But look, <laughs> we were, uh, for those who don't know, we were talking about, we got Metro Boomin releasing an album. We got uh, Lift Off, Take Off, whatever the fuck his name is. Really? <laughs> Lift Off. <laughs> Let us take off. The last uh, round. The one with the dirty dreads. I don't know what the fuck. He, he, he looks like Bob Marley with a, with dark skin Bob Marley. I don't know. He He's releasing an album with Action Bronson. Who else we got? So we have Action Bronson uh, releasing White Bronco and then Swiss Beats doing Poison. Oh. Then Staples is FM. And then, um, so there's Moneybag, Yo, with, I don't know what the fuck that is. Called, his album's called Reset. Jay uh, Critch, Hood Favorite, okay. K Camp, Rare Sound, and Rody Rich, Feed the Streets 2. Sounds oh. like a. Oh my like, god. Sounds like a game, you know, Street Fighter. <laughs> I agree. I agree. This shit's stupid. Um, all right, so, so who you got? Who you got? Uh, we need to know. So for the Metro Boomin one, I do feel like he's going to have a Drake track on there. Easy. Uh, easy a Drake track. For sure, a Big Sean track is going to be on there. Got you. And I'm going to say, maybe the last track will be a Wayne track for some reason. I'll just say, say it there. You think? Hey, l- l- a quick question about this. Uh, I wanted to ask this. You think there is going to be an XXX Tentacion feature on on that album, just for the clout? I think wow. there might be. I, I feel like they, he might add it just because you know he's like, why not? Um, yeah, for for clout purposes, of course. I am wondering if he's gonna play it safe with this album since he's dropping it. I wonder if he's gonna do like a bunch of big name artists just to keep it like the hype real. Or if he's gonna like kind of uh, use other artists as well, you know, not just like the main artists like Drake, uh, Migos, uh, Big Sean, and uh, Wayne. Here's my problem with Metro Boomin's. Okay, I, I'm a, I'm a, I gotta speak my mind, man. I gotta speak my mind on Metro Boomin because I have some I have a bone to pick with this motherfucker. Okay, you can't fucking say you're quitting the game. Okay. And I don't know. It, it could have been him or some other artist who said he's, he's going to start rapping. He said he was starting rapping, right? Correct? Correct. His shit sucked. All right. And nobody nobody fucked with it, of course. Nobody fucked with it. Metro Boomin rapping. Get the fuck off. Get on the beats, bro. Hit those 808s like, like, like the little drummer you are. You're a little Nick Cannon drumming on the fucking drums. Okay. <laughs> what is this? Fucking step up to? Okay. Start dancing. Here's my problem. You you can't go in the game and say, "Look, I I produced all these tracks, okay? Uh, uh, I'm one of the best in the game, and now I'm quitting. Guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Metro Boomin. Okay, you are not going to walk in the rap game, act like you're the best producer to ever live. There's plenty of producers that are better than you. Okay, do not get me started." And then say, I'm going to retire at the top of my game. Fuck you. Okay. You produced for who? Offset? Travis Scott. Okay. On that fucking stupid ass album that nobody cared about. Right? 
too. <laughs> did you listen to it? What did you think? Which album? Uh, the, he produced. He produced that one. That one album with Offset and uh, uh, what's what's his name? Wait, you're talking about not about culture, are you? No, 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 no. Uh, he produced that one with a uh, no. It was him and Offset. Him and Offset released an album. Oh, the more recent one then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So honestly, I haven't heard most of it. I've heard okay. some tracks. It's not bad. I mean, the beats are really good. Honestly, beats That's are good. That's all it really is. But look. Sorry, I had a wine But look, you cannot go in the game acting like, like, like you've taken over the game. I'm quitting. You can't pull a Mike Tyson. You can't pull a a, a Mayweather and, and knock out twelve people and be like, "Yo, I'm done." Mm-hmm. It's it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. I think this motherfucker has a lot to prove. I need a lot more albums. I need a lot more tracks out of you before you decide you're done. And and. You want to act like you're on top of the game. Your, your raps need to be better. I heard what he had to spit, and guess what? It wasn't good. It sounded like he was he was sucking Future's dick. What do you think? So, Metro Boomin, what's a good what's a track that he has then? Because I don't see, I don't think I've heard Metro Boomin rap. I, I, I couldn't even fucking name a fucking Metro Boomin song, bro. I mean, I, here here's what I saw out of the man. He he said. Okay, I'm getting clout from this producing shit, but I, I want to rap. So he rapped. Nobody give a shit about his rap. He realized he wasn't good. He got sad. He got in his feelings. He went all fucking trippy red on the shit. Got all sad on the freaking first track, and then nobody cared. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, you, you can't name me. You knew he rapped, but you, you can't name a track. Neither can I. But I, I heard it. We both heard it. Either yeah. way, either way doesn't matter. I mean, it, it will probably be the better album out of a few. I think White Bronco will be a great album. Um, who's the other motherfucker releasing an album? So is that Swiss Beats? I do think uh, Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats has some of the best production as well. So he's coming out with that, and then of course, um, Takeoff is dropping that uh, the little last rocket. A lift off the motherfucker. All right. Uh, all right. So out of the few, we got a few. So it, it's hard to compare uh, white white Bronco to, to the rest of them because you know, as much as subpar as as Action Bronson is, he's he's not he's not there. He's really not there. He's does, he definitely has a lot to prove. Uh, I do feel. He has, so he has a, a decent raps, but when it comes to flow, it just sounds very lazy, lazy. very monotone. So I do, und- I'm mean, wondering what he's trying to do with this album, honestly. I, I hope it's good. I, I root for the motherfucker, you know? Like, I think he, he could do good things. He really can. His, I, his, his show is amazing. <laughs> Yo, that's... <laughs> his that's show is fucking funny. But how how will this translate? Because what was the, what was the name of the last album? Can you remind me? You know, I don't know. That's I, I can actually pull it up right now if you need me to. Yeah, pull it up, pull it up. What's the name of that? It was one of the blue, uh, blue baby. I don't know. It was with Chance the Rappers. And one, so. The the blue chips. Yes. Yeah, uh, that was the one. So, the only song we know is with Chance, because Chance Chance had the best verse. Okay, that that I hope you get a paper cut from a razor. You know. I, 
it was it was amazing. That verse was amazing, and the music video was awesome. But fuck, dude. Action Bronson, man. He, I can't name five songs off the album. He definitely has a nice like '90s uh like vibe going with him, but it's just a voice where it's kind of like very monotone, so you can't really stay in tune with the track. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for that. Here's what I hear when I hear Action Bronson, and, and to let the viewers know, me and Elias are actually absolutely big supporters of the '90s hip hop community. Like we, oh, definitely, we thrive off of lyricism to the fullest, and and I I don't think. I don't think Action Bronson is a terrible artist at all. I just think that he's lazy. I think he smokes too much pot, to be honest with you. To be honest. I think he has more fun uh, doing his own shows than just making music. Yeah, and he's fat as fuck. You know, like, it, it, he likes food. You know, like, he, he's not he's not what we, what people perceive him to be as, like, a crazy lyricist. If we want to talk about lyricists, we, and it, it's disappointing in an era where these albums are coming out and and nothing and, and we got to talk about action bronson you know if we had a, a fucking eminem album coming out you know not to bring up the cliche white rappers you know if we even had a fucking uh, a kendrick album coming out a fucking j cole album coming out whatever we wouldn't even be talking about action bronson we'd be like oh he's at the bottom of the list definitely <laughs> so i do feel like he does have a lot to prove i feel like he will be in just like a lower category when it comes to rap artists so I hope if he drops this one, it's not just like, all right, since I'm a rapper, this is something for the fans. I feel like it would be better if he would just like step out of the comfort zone and just drop something yeah. higher quality. Um, I do feel like if he's going to keep rapping, he should just step it up more than mm-hmm. just like staying where he's at. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, so what we need to talk about Kanye, man. We need Kanye, man. So now, did you see that recently he was saying that he's been used and he's done with all that political shit? I don't buy it. But here's my problem. Jimmy Kimmel just released a statement and said uh, something along the lines of uh, Kanye West voices in his head are finally telling him the right things to do. Look, man. That's fucked up. It's funny. Yeah, we can laugh at it. You know, I think it's funny. But that's not cool, man. If we're talking about a legitimate mental illness with Kanye West... This is legitimate, man. This is a legitimate problem we're having with Kanye. He's battling self-demons. And and the fact that everybody thinks this is a game, it's not. This man yeah. actually believes in Trump. He actually believes that shit is going on in his head. And Jimmy Kimmel wants to come up and act like, like shit's funny. I, yeah. I, what do you what do you think about this? Uh, I feel like it's a it's a good funny jab, just because I feel like Kanye Kanye has a big head for sure, and he even knows that himself. I do feel like he lets himself talk so much to the point where he thinks he's right, mm-hmm. and he starts saying a bunch of bullshit. I do feel like the whole Trump thing. I think he was out of hand with it. I do feel like he means well, but I do think uh, he thinks he's gonna make some changes. Um, I just feel like he gets very into uh, starts ranting a lot and saying some dumb shit before his album drops, just so he can have that clout with him. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing I don't. That's one thing I don't like about Kanye. But I just think that like, Jimmy Kimmel thing was kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's funny, but <laughs> if we're living in this 2018 society where 
where nothing is allowed, where where comedians can't even talk about transgender people. Why can Jimmy Kimmel just be like, hey, finally the voices in his head are correct. Like, fuck you, bro. Like, you you live in the Me Too movement, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, I hear you talking about all this Me Too shit. I think you're talking about all blah, blah, women's rights, President Trump, blah, blah, blah. You're in the 2018 movement. Why are you talking about fucking Kanye's mental illness? Uh, and that's that's bullshit. That's I, bullshit. You're contradicting yourself, Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck you. And I this isn't a game. I do feel like uh, Jimmy Kimmel has turned into that person that wants to be liked by everybody, considering how his show has been doing lately. At first, when I, when I would watch it, it was very good. Honestly, he was very funny. And I do feel like now he is kind of uh, trying to appeal more to the masses and just trying to get like be more liked. I I agree, man. I I think it's I. I uh, you know what? And I'm not going to tell you that that I think Jimmy Kimmel crossed the line. I don't think that anybody should. I don't think anybody's crossing a line. I think we should be able to say these things. But if we're going to live in this 2018 movement of we can't speak, we can't do this, we can't say what we want to say, you have to follow the rules too, buddy. You can't pick and choose that the Me Too movement is something you want to follow and then all of a sudden say Kanye's voices in his head are finally telling him something good. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> pick pick a side, bro. Pick yeah. a side. You're a dumbass. <laughs> all right. All right, let's move on, bro. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about Trippy Red. Let's talk about Trippy Red. Yo, for sure. Uh I did uh I, I'm on Instagram a lot. Sometimes this rap page posts a bunch of um videos this is the more recent one was a uh, trippy red at like a halloween uh club and some nice. girls dressed as six nine so he's posing with the girl that looks like six nine and oh. uh, his caption was best friends <laughs> so um oh, no. i don't know underage. Please please don't me so i hope not but i will see yo but i do think uh trippy red's ex is i think she's pretty hot for some reason Maybe it's the tattoos. Maybe it's the tattoos. Look, I, man. I like those demonic-looking bitches. They're about to sacrifice <laughs> me to the devil or some shit. Look, man. Trippy Red Zex. I did not expect you to look like that. Okay. <laughs> look, but... I expected her to look like... Like, uh... Like, fucking, uh... I expected her to look like uh, Elijah Blue from the fucking Hobbit, man. I, I didn't. I, I expected her to have hairy feet and a fucking unibrow, man. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know she was gonna look like that, man. But she was. She was a very good-looking young lady, and it's weird. It, it's it's a weird situation, man, because it's the same thing with X, man. Like the shit came out with X. I know you weren't a big X fan. I don't know. Are you an X fan or no? I won't say I'm the biggest X fan, but I do feel like I still listen to some of his music. So I do hear like the music you play as well. I do feel like he isn't the the artist people portray him to be. He is definitely a good artist, and I feel like he definitely took passion in his craft. So that being said, I do feel like he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but but here's the here's the big thing, man, with the separating the artist from his personal life, right? Me, I'm not the biggest trip. I'm not the biggest trippy red, uh, uh, six nine fan. But I, you know, I I respect trippy red a little more because he does have some good songs. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but six nine has these songs that are just aggressive, man. That just 
make it hard. Like I, I can appreciate the the DMX tone. The nigga MPO, you got this thing here. You know, I appreciate the aggressiveness that comes out of him, but I can't get on board with it when it's like shit's coming out about him being like a, a, a person who just loves underage girls. And you, you saw that. You, I know you saw the video with him with the girl who's saying like hey I, I fucked Trippy Red I was 16 when I fucked him yeah like I have proof like she showed all the proof Damn. he has had sex with underage girls but can is it something to blame is he is he a pedophile is he an R. Kelly or is it or is it him not analyzing the situation correctly that's true I do feel like um one thing I gotta add to that, I do feel like with like these SoundCloud almost mainstream artists, because mm-hmm. it, um, I do feel like the pussy is different. Like once you're like a big name, like Jay Z, um, yeah. M, Wayne, I do feel like you get those top model bitches or oh, Drake. You know, you get those top model bitches, like the fine ones, yeah. women. Yeah. And I feel like when you're like SoundCloud famous a little bit, you you get kind of like, like the the younger generation, like the the bitches are just like getting into music, and are like they don't know what's what's good or they're just like listening to the moment. I do feel like yeah. they, they ended up getting those ones, you know, like those are their their um, their groupies, you know, and I feel like uh, they just get stuck with that, and I feel like it's kind of fucked up because it's just like you kind of are taking advantage of these younger girls because they don't know any what? better. One second. No, they don't. Them. What's up? We can cut that out. We can cut that out. I know, but what? November Sunday. I don't know. I don't remember. Hello. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. What what happened, bro? Sorry, my sister came in. She was asking when the Push the T concert, where, where it was actually going to be at, because I'm actually going to that one. Ooh, but I, I forgot oh. when, it, when it's going to be at. But it's on November 11th on a Sunday. So you boys going to be there. Oh, my God. Push the T, really, bro? I bro, knew you were a Push the T guy, bro. I am a Push the T guy. That's why you've been on his dick. Bro, I'm a Pusha T fan. I got to respect it. No. So that's why you didn't agree with me on the Duffy Freestyle shit. Bro, I think Duffy's a good song. I think uh, Drake has some quotables, but I think it's... But maybe it's mostly because uh, Duffy's directed more at Kanye than uh, Pusha T. All right, then we need to talk about this right now. Right here, right uh, now, we need to deal with this feud right now. On, right. on audio, we need to deal with this. All right. Because, all right, here's my opinion. And I'm, I'm going to speak my piece. I'll let you speak your piece because I'm I, I don't want to argue about it. But I'm telling you, my opinion on it is Drake fucking killed Pusha T. Okay? Drake won. And Pusha snitched. He exposed personal information about Drake. No bars there. Drake spoke nothing but truth about him. He didn't expose anything. He said... What did he say? What, what Drake Drake quotables in that fucking song are insane, bro. I got okay. <laughs> okay, uh, pull them up, bro. Pull them up, bro. I'll pull up mine too. Fuck it. All right, you know what? You pull up. You pull up. Uh, uh, story of OJ shit. Whatever that beat he copied. I'll pull up Duppy. All right, and and we'll compare. We'll compare. Okay, you you tell me your your quotables from uh from that uh, life of fuck you life of OJ shit and I'll tell you my quotables 
Alright then. You go first. Alright, I did feel like some of the quotables I did like from the song were such as um Let's have let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, I see your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby when baby divides the pie. Uh meaning even though Drake thinks he's like this main this main dude, um he's still not like making his own money. He's still like dealing with baby and other labels he signed to. So I thought that was a nice little job he did. Um Another one I feel like, uh, let me see. I do feel like the stand and his mom were kind of raw. I feel like what I do enjoy more about the song is just the rawness and that he don't give a fuck. He's just doing yeah. it. And that, I I just, it does remind me of like Tupac hit him up because Pac didn't give a fuck. Big wasn't really dissing Pac and Pac was just going off. Um, another thing, let me see. And I do feel like with uh, what's his name? With 40, the 40 line was. I thought the forty line was pretty good. I do feel like I don't feel like he crossed the line really. I feel like uh-huh. it, uh, as soon as Drake dropped uh, Pusha T's uh, fiance's uh, name, I did feel like well, I mean, it does seem like Drake was kind of like just throwing shots like, "Yo, I can also drop this about your fiance," and I do feel like because of that, I'm like, "Yo, there are there really are no rules." Uh, aside from the song, I feel like I enjoyed it more. I do feel like just because how much star power it brought up with like the whole porn star. Uh, situation with his baby mama. I already knew he had a baby mama because, again, I just see the news on like while I'm on surfing on the internet. So I already had like, oh, Drake has a baby mama. But with Pusha T just dropping, kind of like, okay, so yeah, it is true then. He does have a baby mama. Um, I do feel like, I guess you can call it snitching. I don't know. I just feel like because it's like a rap beef, like to see who can say like the most crazy shit about one about one another. That's why I enjoyed the push of T. That's why I think he, he actually uh, was over Drake. Here, here's my thing, bro. Here's why I think it was snitching. is because the main things that were pulled out of that, that this track was the baby mama situation, of course. And the MS line, which I, I, I don't have a problem with the MS line, man. That's what People keep asking me about it. About uh, what you think the MS line was. No, I don't think it was too far. I don't think it was too far. I think the baby line was too far. Because with the 40 thing, uh, MS, you can't die from that, man. Uh, multiple sclerosis is a common disease people have that that affect them daily, and it sucks for them. But of, I don't think it was too far. I think it was just a jab. And it was like, look, how long does he have left? You know, he's uh, motherfucker's dying, but... Yeah, fuck you, bro. I don't, I don't care about that. But look, here's my quotables, man. Okay, it starts with verse one, man. So you rebuke me for working with someone on a couple of V's. What do you really think of the nigga that's making you beats? I've done things for him that you thought you would never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. Bro, you joking me right now. Father had to stretch his hands out. Okay? That's the name of a song, by the way. For the, for the viewers listening. Father had to stretch his hands. Okay, we're talking about Life of Pablo. Track, I don't know, fucking three. Fuck you. He had to get it from Drake. Father had to stretch his hands and get it from Drake. Okay? Okay? He had a pop style, which is, by the way, a Drake song. And I know you know that, Elias. I'm just saying this for the viewers. Pop Styles, Pop Styles, a song. Thirty for thirty hours. Thirty hours is a song he wrote for Kanye. 
Okay, and it's a great song on Life of Pablo. I that's my favorite song from the album. Thirty hours for you. Okay, he had the pop style Drake song, Thirty Hours, Kanye song that Drake wrote, and let him repeat. He repeated Drake's lyrics because he wrote it. Now you popping with the jokes. I'm a I'm dead. I'm asleep. He just left from over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Yo, bro, you can't write this shit, but he did. He wrote it. He wrote it all. Okay, another another one, bro. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even in top five as far as your label talent goes. We got Big Sean. Okay. You're already dead. Big Sean, I can't even talk about it. That album was amazing. Okay. Who else we got? We got Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's been dead for 10 years and he's still above you. Okay, who's Kid Cudi? I don't know. The guy who did Man in the Moon. Cool, he's still about Pusha T, right? What's Daytona? Okay, we got Kanye. Who else we got a good music? There's many people. You know, Fuck that. I don't even need to tell you who's on good music. But but here's the thing. You send shots. Well, I got to challenge those. But I bring Calicos to the Alamos. Bro, do you know Calicos? Do you know what those are? Those are guns, bud. He said, meet me at the Alamo. I'll bring Calicos. Nobody can rhyme that, bro. That's, that's, those are bars. I want to see my brothers flourish to their higher purpose. You niggas leeches and serpents. I think it's good that now the teachers are learning. Meaning, Pusha T's learning from Drake. Whether or not, whoever won the beef. You know, I'm not saying Drake won the beef. I think he did. I don't care. But it's good that now the leeches are learning. They're learning from him, from that Meek Mill beef. That how how to win beefs is through social media, and and Drake's teaching him that, bro. Okay, well, what else we got? Oh, okay, this is the biggest bar that matters. Okay, are you listening, Elias? Yeah, I'm hearing you, bro. Okay, look, look, look. This is the biggest fucking bar that matters in this whole situation. Okay, this is the top off, and it's not even the last bar. It's not what kills it. It's not what finishes it. Drake. In an old, old, old ass interview, explained how he had a signed microphone by Pusha T. What what was the group Pusha T was in? Can you remind me? Uh, Clips. Clips. He had a Clips microphone signed by Pusha T. And he was rapping on it in the mirror. Okay? He was rapping on the mirror so much that the signature faded. Okay? By Pusha T. Because he, 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 he wanted that energy of Clips in his hands. And he was rapping in the mirror to his own songs. Just bam, bam, bam. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the best I ever had. Okay. Houston, land of Vegas. Houston, land of Vegas. Houston, land. Okay. He's just in the mirror. Houston, land of Vegas. He's just, he's just singing in the mirror, bro, to that clips mic. Okay. What did he say, bro? Let me grab up. Let me pull up the lyric. Okay. Give me a sec. Okay. But you act like you sold drugs for Escobar in the 80s, okay? I had a microphone of yours, and then the signature faded. 
I think that pretty much resembles what's been happening lately. Bro, you can't tell me that's not bar of the year. There's an old interview of Drake explaining this lyric before it's even apprehended by the community. The hip-hop community didn't even know until this lyric came out. He had a clips mic. It faded because he was rapping in the mirror with it. It faded because he was rapping with it. And now, the signature is faded because guess what's been happening lately? Drake. Drake won, bro. I, I will agree that he's a good song. I do feel like he did take some good shots and they are deep. good quotables. So I These bars are deep. They are deep. These- they are deep. I do feel like even though Drake did say that line where it explains what's been happening to you lately, I do feel like, okay, if you say the rap battle, Drake won, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, all right. I do feel like Pusha T came in raw, and I feel like with that, how strong of, even though you say he snitched on him, I do feel like then Drake should have replied, honestly. Aside from Duppy, Duppy, I do feel like because Pusha T replied in a way that everybody was like, oh, shit. I do feel like at that point, Drake should have just killed them. I feel like Drake being quiet kind of just, like, left them at but the You got to remember this. Back to Back came out, and Meek Mill responded three times after. Do you remember that? Yes. And we still said Drake won. Even though Meek Mill still had some fire in him. Okay, he was still swinging. Yeah. But we still said Drake won. Easily. Nobody disputed that, man. Nobody said fucking no, I think Meek will what? Okay. Anybody like fucked up. I do feel like he chose the wrong beat as well with that song. Delivery was shit. The song was was not the best. Uh back to back is so I do think it's a raw song, honestly. He definitely killed uh, Meek Mill on that shit. And Meek Mill's fault is not responding fast enough and giving us a shitty quality song. And then from there still taking shots at Drake when it's like, bro. You should have replied when you had the chance. Should have yeah. killed him if you had the chance, honestly. Because at that point, he took an L, and he just kept taking L's as he kept taking shots, and then now they're like best friends and shit. That destroyed me, career man. That really did. He took enough of that. He he didn't survive that. He he went on the social protest about that. You realize that he became he became Malcolm X after that. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I don't know what the fuck to do now. I got to become Malcolm X because he didn't know what to do. But we got to we got to move on with this man because you know what? I, I think Drake won. You you think Pusha won? I still think Pusha won only because yes, the song happened. Drake still talked about it on that interview with the shop with LeBron James, making himself the victim, trying to sound like he's like some dude that has like power over Pusha T. I feel like at this point, Pusha T is just playing mind games and really fucking with Drake. Because Drake seemed very vulnerable at, on the, the shop interview. And then from there saying that he was uh, talking shit because obviously Kanye, he felt like Kanye was the one uh, uh, saying all these things to Pusha T. And then I did see the Pusha T interview. Uh, I did see that Pusha T said that it was 40 that leaked the, the whole information. And I'm really waiting. I really want to see if Drake's going to reply on that. Because I feel like at this point, Drake's just like, oh, fuck. And has nothing else to say. So I remember just... the Drake lyric from Scorpion. A wise man once said nothing at all. Bro, that's what you're saying. You guys, you ain't got shit to say. <laughs> I feel like fair uh, enough. I fair enough. Like, I feel like what happened was, W was good. 
I'll, I'll say that yes, there is more quotable than the W's. I do feel like what puts Pusha T songs over Drake is only the fact that he brought up like certain situations about Drake's life that were like, oh fuck. So I do feel like that's really what brought the song really up. Um, but I do feel like in the long run, it's kind of like Pusha T's winning right now because uh, Drake did have his uh, what's that dude, G Prince or whatever, G Price come out saying J Prince, J Prince, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it's going farther than the rap, and then like, J, J J Prince made it corny though. He did. I feel like at this point, Drake took a nail. It's like, damn, now you got your your dude coming in to try and like save your ass, you know? So it's just like I feel like he should have dropped the song that he says he has. I don't think he has that song that's supposed to like be in career ending. Maybe on Kanye. Maybe on Kanye for sure. But I do feel oh, like no, it, 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 it's career ending for Kanye. For Pusha sure, he has no be- has no has no baggage on him. Uh, and for but, sure, I, for seeing the interview as well with Pusha T, uh, even uh, I even heard um, one of the audios where uh, they pull out where this girl tells Pusha T like, "Yo, uh, well, Pusha T actually named some of his friends, saying that yo, like people want like ten mil for uh, information on you." Like yeah, it's like we we might not have the best relationship, but I ain't telling him shit. But I want to let you let you know that they're asking for uh, information about you. So Pusha T kn- knew that like Drake was like, yo, I need some shit on him. I'm providing ten mil just to like get something off of him. So he couldn't do it. And then uh, there was a girl that did drop a voicemail telling, um, confirming it and saying that yeah, they were offering me this much just to get information. So I do feel like Drake really wanted to get back at Pusha T, but because he didn't have much, he's like, fuck, I can't, I can't go back at him. But I do feel like Kanye for sure. I do feel like he knows Kanye well enough to like to stop him for sure. And I feel I do feel like that's why Kanye's Kanye... got shit on them. Yeah, for sure. Shit on them. So I don't know. But all right, all right, we gotta move on to our last segment, bro. All right, let's move on. But but that's a good that's a good that's a good dispute from two people who completely and I'm not and to the audience to whoever's listening to this. I want to let you know this isn't for entertainment. Me and Elias actually disagree on this topic. <laughs> no, nah, for sure we do. I, I know I know Raven's a big uh, Drake fan, uh, so I do respect that as well. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a Drake fan. I I, I love Drake. I love Pusha. Okay, yo, I think they're there. both incredible. I think they're both there. incredible. Let's just throw it out there. Uh, Raven did. I'm uh, nobody's fan. I don't. I don't fan anybody. <laughs> Raven. Uh, Raven did a, a hotline blink cover, and that. Uh, Fuck I you. I, I couldn't bump hotline blink because I didn't have Apple Music. I was, For anybody who knows, I was bumping his on the car, and I was just like, "If I get the same shit." Oh, he's he's shooting back. He's he, right now. He's shooting blanks. Look, <laughs> look. But I, I am an artist. Hotline blink. I. Hotline Bling was the hottest song of the year. And guess what? I got I got a hundred mil views on that shit. Fuck you. But look. Hey, I ain't hating on that. I was listening to it. I'm part of those thousand views. <laughs> I know you're 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 a fucking victim. But look. All right, here, here we need to move on, man. What, what you know, I, I've chosen all the topics. What, what do you want to talk about, man? I know you want to talk about some shit. What do you want to talk about? Shit, let me what do I want to talk about today? Honestly, it's been a long ass day. I was fucking had to walk out my dogs and shit. I just got on Instagram, saw all these fucking albums coming out. I'm really, honestly, I'm kind of like, damn. All these albums are coming out recently, but it's kind of like nothing really special is coming out. Like, yeah, it's fucked up, man. At the end of the day, it's just like, oh, it's another banger we're gonna listen to at the club, but that's it. Nothing crazy that's gonna be like changing the game. Nothing. That's gonna I think it. I think it's time to tell a story about the retarded girl. Oh, oh, definitely about that. We had to speak about that. You know, let's let's convert over to something non hip hop. So we were over here. We just got off work. We're about to go get some uh, something to drink after the, after the job. We're both barbers, by the way. 
you know, just slaving it. But uh, we, oh, we like, never mentioned um, that. Yeah, right. Uh, we're out there uh, going to get a few drinks, and we're walking to Social Tap in Scottsdale. And uh, we're walking by, you know, we're like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> this girl pulls up, actually. Excuse me for saying bitch. Um, this girl pulls fuck up. Bitch. <laughs> this girl pulls up, and we're just shook because as soon as she pulls up, she pulls up right in front of us. She could have just hit us because I don't know how this girl even has a license, honestly. She pulls up just scared, like sc- terrified, where I was kind of like, am I being pranked or is this real? You know, it was one of those moments that you We were scared to death. You know, okay. It's, it's one of those moments you'd expect to happen. No. So, it was it, it was one of those situations where we were like, what is happening? We just need a margarita, okay? That's all we need right now. Yes, agreed. That's all we're thinking about. And me and Elias are just like, we're, this chick pulls up, yelling at us, screaming at the top of her lungs. And Elias looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, Bro, what the fuck is going on, bro? This is weird. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so the girl pulls right. up. The girl pulls up and she's just like, yo, I need some help and whatever. And I was like, all right, like, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. I'm lost. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, how the fuck you get here then? Like, if you're so lost, how the fuck you find us, you know? Um, especially in Scottsdale. And uh, I don't know how she survived because there's a bunch of cars, especially on the weekends. Everybody's going out. Somehow she made it alive to, in front of us and uh, she doesn't know how to get home. She says she was at a friend's house and she has to get home. She, I pull up her address from her like license since she doesn't even have a phone, which I don't get in 2018. A person does not have a phone, an iPod, some type <laughs> of cellular device. And um, she's like 30 minutes away from home. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing out here? She's like, I was at a friend's house. She's like, I just left and I just don't know how to get home. And uh, not to be rude, but the girl seemed kind of special. Like something was wrong with her. She said she had this uh, this thing where uh, when she gets really scared, she forgets what she's doing. So I don't know if that's a real thing. Probably have to look that up. But yeah, so she told us that happened, and Raven was just like, "Are you on something? Or are you on drugs?" Because I mean, she could have been on drugs, on drugs, and she could have just been straight up tripping, like tripping balls. Oh, he was tripping balls, bro. For sure. And, uh, yeah, that happened, and we tried to, like, help her as much as we could. And she was on the opposite side of traffic, so the way that the cars were going, they could have just hit her since she was facing the opposite way. And I don't know. Uh, we ended up getting her to get back on the regular side of the road. And we're like, you know, just take a right, take another right, and you'll be by the mall. Since so she said that she'll know how to get home if she sees the mall. And after that happened, Raven told me, um, right next to me, she's like, yo, I think we just killed someone. And I sort of believed him. So uh, when we went to get some drinks, I kind of no, like... No, you're missing, you're missing a part. You're missing a part. Oh, so she told us. Me and Elias are two... So the first thing I ask, of course, when, I, when, I, when, a, when, a, when a person approaches me, particularly a female, and she says, can you guys hop in the car and help me get... And, and me and Elias were looking at each other, and I said, look. I said, how old are you? I'm 18. We grab her ID. We check it out. This bitch is 16 years old. Okay. okay. She's 16. And Eliza's like, let's get in the car. Let's help her get... I'm like, fuck that, bro. We are not getting in a car with a 16-year-old girl in this day and age. We are going to get arrested. This bitch is obviously manic. 
she has issues beyond our Arkansas. And I'm not saying the word bitch in a way that that is derogatory. I'm just saying in a way that is factual. Okay. She was insane. There was a dog in the back seat, and dog was like, "Help me, guys! Gotta help me!" Um, and then that's I swear she was blind. She was blind. <laughs> Uh, and that that happened. I mean, we told her how to how to get home. I didn't feel like Raven told me we killed someone, and I was like, "Fuck, you're probably right." And then um, the best way you do when you have some guilt, you get a nice margarita and just lay back and pretend nothing happened. <laughs> That's what we did. That's then, exactly uh, what we fucking did. The next day, we just went on like Google, looked up the news in the local area to see if anybody got killed <laughs> or got run over, and uh, so far nothing pulled up. So. Hopefully she made it home. She's hearing this right now. I hope you you made it home alive, and uh, you're having a good laugh about it. I don't give a shit if you made it home alive, but <laughs> I care at least. At least I care like to someone make it home alive. <laughs> Elias cares. I don't give a shit because you know what? Don't you dare come up to me ask me asking me to do some shit. Okay. I just don't get it. Like, how'd you get a license? How do you know at this point? Don't blame me. Blame your parents. They let you out of the house? You dumb bitch? Like, what the <laughs> hell? No, what it was is going on it. in this world? How do you house without a phone, at least? A GPS. I, me and Elias have to be responsible for a 16-year-old girl who has no idea what she's doing? No. At least, at least like those necklaces, those life alert ones, in case she gets lost. She said she's know. having a panic attack. Guess what? I have panic attacks every day of my fucking life. But guess what? I make it home. Agreed. Okay. I, I, I me and me and Elias were fucking stunned by this shit. We had we were looking at each other like, "What the fuck, bro?" The bitch done hit the curb. She looked like she was gonna run over a human. If a human was in the way of that curb, that human would have turned into fucking Emmett Till. And if you don't know who <laughs> Emmett Till is, y'all do need to do some history. Okay, this, this, she would have done anything to any human. Okay, I don't feel bad for her one bit because you know what? She's controlling a fucking vehicle. She's controlling a vehicle. You can kill somebody. Okay, at this point, you're no longer a child to me. You're a threat. If you walk up to me with a machine gun and you say, I'm scared, I'm gonna duck. That's exactly what this woman was doing. She was carrying a machine gun. <laughs> she was carrying a machine gun, Elias. She could have killed anybody <laughs> in the vicinity. Okay? I'm not feeling bad for a child with autism who's carrying a machine gun. I'm going to be scared to death. <laughs> I don't care if you're missing a chromosome. I'm scared of that machine gun. Agreed. Agreed. Okay? <laughs> You know what? Call me an asshole. Call me a dick. I don't care. I'm on fucking live right now. Me and Elias, we're going to post this. I don't care. Yeah. I don't this care. First, this is our first podcast. Um, one of many to come. One of many to come. We're going to do this every chance we get. Twice a week, hopefully. Agreed. But this is what... this is, and, and me and Elias came up with this because we have some crazy conversations that need to be made. And, and oh, we figured... Know. We figured it's only fair to share this with you guys because it's insane. It's because Elias is obviously the calm one, right? 
I really am. He, he, he's the rational thinker. He, he, he thinks everything out. Me, I don't give a fuck if I offend you. If you don't like it, suck my dick. But uh, you know what, Elias? I think this was a good podcast. I'm gonna post it tonight. Uh, you have my you have my password and email, right? You can you can fuck with it if you want. Um, I'll I'll send you the password. Um, no, for sure. But thank you guys. This was Goat Talk, and uh... definitely Goat Talk. If you guys are able to get in contact with us, I mean, my Instagram is Elias X Mejia. If you guys have to, any questions or complaints. any things you want to add, I don't know how uh, you're gonna be able to comment on these. Any complaints? Uh... I think we're good. Go talk for you. All right, guys. We love you. Keep listening. All right, we love you. Hey, right at this moment, we'll add some like, uh, like those talk show hosts. Like at the end, they had like those like little jingles just to like say goodbye. All right, man. I'll I'll talk to you right now. I'm gonna call you right now. All right then. All right. Thank you. Later. We love you. All right. All right. I think I think we're good, Elias. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfect now. All right, perfect. All right, all right. So, uh, for the for the viewers, this is Go Talk. Um, we just fucked up our audio real quick. It was a bad connection because we're technical technical te- difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're in different spectrums of Arizona right now. We are. I'm in my crib right now. I should be cleaning my room, but fuck it. The fuck? It's a mess. Hey, you ain't a kid anymore. You ain't gotta. You, you can clean your room when you want. But look. <laughs> We were, uh, for those who don't know, we were talking about, we got Metro Boomin releasing an album. We got uh, Lift Off, Take Off, whatever the fuck his name is. Really? <laughs> Lift Off. <laughs> Let's take off. The, last uh, the one with the dirty dreads. I don't know what the fuck. He, he, he looks like Bob Marley with a, with dark skin Bob Marley. I don't know. He He's releasing an album with Action Bronson. Who else we got? So we have Action Bronson uh, releasing White Bronco and then Swiss Beats doing Poison. Oh, Ben Staples is FM, and then um, so there's Moneybag, Yo, with I don't know what the fuck that is. Called his album's called Reset. Jay uh, Critch, Hood Favorite, K okay. Camp, Rare Sound, and Rody Rich, Feed the Streets too. Sounds oh. like a oh my like god, a, sounds like a game, you know, Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree. This shit's stupid. Um, all right, so so who you got? Who you got on this? We need to know. So for the Metro Boomin one, I do feel like he's gonna have a Drake track on there. Easy, uh, easy a Drake track for sure. A Big Sean track is gonna be on there. Got to. And I'm gonna say maybe the last track will be a Wayne track for some reason. I'll just say say it there. You think? Hey, l- l- quick question about this. Uh, I wanted to ask this. You think there is going to be an XXX Tentacion feature on on that album just for the clout? I think wow. there might be. I, I feel like the, he might add it just because, you know, he's like, why not? Um, yeah, for for clout purposes, of course. I am wondering if he's going to play safe with this album since he's dropping it. I wonder mm-hmm. if he's going to do, like, a bunch of big name artists just to keep it, like, the hype real. Or if he's going to, like, kind of uh, use other artists as well, you know? Not just, like, the main artists like Drake, uh, Migos, uh, Big Sean, and uh, Wayne. Here's my problem with Metro Boomin's. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I gotta speak my mind, man. I gotta speak my mind on Metro Boomin because I have some I have a bone to pick with this motherfucker. 
Okay. You can't fucking say you're quitting the game. Okay. And I don't know. It, it could have been him or some other artist who said he's, he's going to start rapping. He said he was starting rapping, right? Correct? Correct. It shit sucked. All right. And nobody, nobody fucked with it, of course. Nobody fucked with Metro Boomin rapping. Get the fuck off. Get on the beats, bro. Hit those 808s like, like, like the little drummer you are. You're a little Nick Cannon drumming on the fucking drums. Okay. <laughs> what is this? Fucking step up to? Okay. Start dancing. Here's my problem. You, you can't go in the game and say, look, I, I produced all these tracks. Okay, uh, uh, I'm one of the best in the game. And now I'm quitting. Guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Metro Boomin. Okay? You are not going to walk in the rap game. Act like you're the best producer to ever live. There's plenty of producers that are better than you. Okay? Do not get me started. And then say, I'm going to retire at the top of my game. Fuck you. Okay? You produced for who? Offset? Travis Scott? Okay, on that fucking stupid ass album that nobody cared about, right? True. Did you listen to it? What did you think? Which album? Uh, he produced. He produced that one. That one album with Offset and uh, uh, what's what's his name? Wait, talking about not not talking about culture, are you? No, 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 no. Uh, he produced that one with a uh, no. It was him and Offset. Him and Offset released an album. Oh, the more recent one then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So honestly, I haven't heard most of it. I've heard okay. some tracks. It's not bad. I mean, the beats are really good. Honestly, beats that's are good. all it really is. But look, sorry, I had a wine burp. But look, you cannot go in the game acting like, like, like you've taken over the game. I'm quitting. You can't pull a Mike Tyson. You can't pull a a, a Mayweather and, and knock out twelve people and be like, yo, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It is it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. I think this motherfucker has a lot to prove. I need a lot more albums. I need a lot more tracks out of you before you decide you're done. And and you want to act like you're on top of the game. Your, your raps need to be better. I heard what he had to spit, and guess what? It wasn't good. It sounded like he was he was sucking Future's dick. What do you think? So, Metro Boomin, what's a good what's a track that he has then? Because honestly, I don't think I've heard Metro Boomin rap. I, I couldn't even fucking name a fucking Metro Boomin song, bro. I mean, I, here, here's what I saw out of the man. He, he said, okay, I'm getting clout from this producing shit, but I, I want to rap. So he rapped. Nobody give a shit about his rap. He realized he wasn't good. He got sad. He got in his feelings. He went all fucking trippy red on the shit. Got all sad on the freaking first track, and then nobody cared. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, you you can't name me. You knew he rapped, but you you can't name a track. Neither can I. But I, I heard it. We both heard it. Either yeah. way, either way doesn't matter. I mean, it it will probably be the better album out of a few. I think White Bronco will be a great album. Um, who's the other motherfucker releasing an album? So is that Swiss Beats? I do think uh, Swiss Beats Swiss Beats has some of the best production as well. So he's coming out with that, and then of course, um, Takeoff is dropping that uh, l- the little last rocket. A little lift off, motherfucker! All right. Uh, 
All right, so out of the few, we got a few. So it, it's hard to compare uh, white white Bronco to, to the rest of them because you know, as much as subpar as as Action Bronson is, he's he's not he's not there. He's really not there. He's does he definitely has a lot to prove. Uh, I do feel he has so he has a a decent raps, but when it comes to flow, it just sounds very lazy, it's lazy. very monotone. So I do. I'm wondering what he's trying to do with this album. Honestly, I, I hope it's good. I, I root for the motherfucker. You know, like I think he he could do good things. He really can. His, I, his, his show is amazing. Yo, that's <laughs> his that's show is fucking funny. But how how will this translate? Because what was the what was the name of the last album? Can you remind me? Do you know? I don't the know. Last album? I can actually pull it up right now if you need me to. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. What's the name of that? It was one of the blue, uh, blue baby. I don't know. It was a chance the rappers and one. The the blue chips. Yes, yeah, uh, that was the one. So, the only song we know is with Chance, because Chance Chance had the best verse. Okay, that that I hope you get a paper cut from a razor. You know, uh, it was it was amazing. That verse was amazing, and the music video was awesome. But fuck, dude. Action Bronson, man, he, I can't name five songs off the album. He definitely has a nice, like, 90s, uh, like, vibe going with him, but it's just a voice where it's kind of, like, very monotone, so you can't really stay in tune with the track. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for that. Here's what I hear when I hear Action Bronson. And to let the viewers know, me and Elias are actually absolutely big supporters of the 90s hip-hop community. Like, we, no, definitely. we thrive off of lyricism to the fullest and and I I don't think I don't think Action Bronson is a terrible artist at all. I just think that he's lazy. I think he smokes too much pot to be honest with you. To be honest, I think he has more fun uh, doing his own show than just making music. Yeah, and he's fat as fuck, you know? Like it, it, he likes food, you know? Like he he's not he's not what we what people perceive him to be as like a crazy lyricist. If we want to talk about lyricists, we and it, it's disappointing in an era where these albums are coming out and and nothing and, and we got to talk about Action Bronson. You know, if we had a, a fucking Eminem album coming out, you know, not to bring up the cliche white rappers, you know, if we even had a fucking uh, a Kendrick album coming out, a fucking J Cole album coming out, whatever, we wouldn't even be talking about Action Bronson. We'd be like, oh, he's at the bottom of the list. Definitely. <laughs> So I do feel like he does have a lot to prove. I feel like he will be in just like a lower category when it comes to rap artists. So I hope if he drops this one, it's not just like, all right, since I'm a rapper, this is something for the fans. I feel like it would be better if he would just like step out of the comfort zone and just drop something yeah. higher quality. Um, I do feel like if he's going to keep rapping, he should just step it up more than mm-hmm. just like staying where he's at. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, so we need to talk about Kanye, man. We need Kanye, man. So now, do you see that recently he was saying that he's been used and he's done with all that political shit? I don't buy it. But here's my problem. Jimmy Kimmel just released a statement and said uh, something along the lines of uh, Kanye West voices in his head are finally telling him the right things to do. Look, man. That's fucked up. It's funny. Yeah, we can laugh at it. You know, I think it's funny. Fuck. But that's not cool, man. 
if we're talking about a legitimate mental illness with Kanye West, this is legitimate, man. This is a legitimate problem we're having with Kanye. He's battling self demons, and and the fact that everybody thinks this is a game, it's not. This man actually believes in Trump. He actually believes that shit is going on in his head, and. Jimmy Kimmel wants to come up and act like like shit's funny. I, yeah. I, what, what do you What do you think about it? Uh, I feel like it's a it's a good funny jab, just because I feel like Kanye Kanye has a big head for sure, and he even knows that himself. I do feel like he lets himself talk so much to the point where he thinks he's right, mm-hmm. and he starts saying a bunch of bullshit. I do feel like the whole Trump thing. I think he was out of hand with it. I do feel like he means well. But I do think uh, he thinks he's going to make some changes. Um, I just feel like he gets very into uh, starts ranting a lot and saying some dumb shit before his album drops just so he can have that clout with him, you know? That's, mm-hmm. one thing I don't, that's one thing I don't like about Kanye. But I just think that like, Jimmy Kimmel thing was kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's funny. But <laughs> if we're living in this 2018 society where where nothing is allowed, where where comedians can't even talk about transgender people, why can Jimmy Kimmel just be like, hey, finally the voices in his head are correct? Like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, you, you live in the Me Too movement, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, I hear you talking about all this Me Too shit. I think you're talking about all blah, blah, women's rights, President Trump, blah, blah, blah. You're in the 2018 movement. Why are you talking about Fucking Kanye's mental illness. Uh, and that's that's true. bullshit. That's I, bullshit. You're contradicting yourself, Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck you. And I this understand. isn't a game. I do feel like uh, Jimmy Kimmel has turned into that person that wants to be liked by everybody, considering how his show has been doing lately. At first, when I, when I would watch it, it was very good. Honestly, he was very funny. And I do feel like now he is kind of uh, trying to appeal more to the masses and just trying to get like be more liked. I, I agree, man. I, I think it's I, – I, I, you know what? And I'm not going to tell you that that I think Jimmy Kimmel crossed the line. I don't think that anybody should – I don't think anybody's crossing a line. I think we should be able to say these things. But if we're going to live in this 2018 movement of we can't speak, we can't do this, we can't say what we want to say, you have to follow the rules too, buddy. You can't pick and choose that the Me Too movement is something you want to follow and then – all of a sudden, say Kanye's voices in his head are finally telling him something good. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> pick, pick a side, bro. Pick yeah. a side. You're a dumbass. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on, bro. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about Trippy Red. Let's talk about Trippy Red. Yo, for sure. Uh, I did. Uh, I, I'm on Instagram a lot. Sometimes this rap page posts a bunch of um, videos. This is the more recent one. Was uh, Trippy Red at like a Halloween uh, club? And some girls uh-huh. dressed as six nine, so he's posing with the girl that looks like six nine, and uh-huh. uh, his caption was "best friends." <laughs> so, um, oh no, they're I don't know. Underage. Please don't tell me they're underage. So I hope not. No six nine, six nine kids. But uh, we'll see. Yo, but I do think Trimmy uh, Red's ex is. I think she's pretty hot for some reason. Maybe it's the tattoos. <laughs> Maybe it's the tattoos. <laughs> Look, man. I like those demonic-looking bitches. They're about to sacrifice (laughs) me to the devil or some shit. Look, man. 
trippy red legs. I did not expect her to look like that. Okay, <laughs> look, but <laughs> I expected her to look like like uh like fucking uh I expected her to look like uh Elijah Blue from the fucking Hobbit, man. I, I didn't. I, I expected her to have hairy feet and a fucking unibrow, man. I I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know she was gonna look like that, man. But she was she was a very good looking young lady and. It's weird. It, it's it's a weird situation, man, because it's the same thing with X, man. Like, the shit came out with X. I know you weren't a big X fan. I don't know. Are you an X fan or no? I won't say I'm the biggest X fan, but I do feel like I still listen to some of his music. So I do hear, like, the music you play as well. I do feel like he isn't the, the artist people portrayed him to be. He is definitely a good artist, and I feel like he definitely took passion in his craft. So... That being said, I do feel like he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but but here's the here's the big thing, man, with the separating the artist from his personal life, right? Me, I'm not the biggest trip. I'm not the biggest trippy red, uh, uh, six nine fan. But I, you know, I I respect trippy red a little more because he does have some good songs. I'm not gonna lie, um. But six nine has these songs that are just aggressive, man. That just make it hard. Like I, I can appreciate the the DMX tone. The nigga MPO, nigga got this thing You know, I appreciate the aggressiveness that comes out of him, but I can't get on board with it when it's like shit's coming out about him being like. Uh, uh, person who just loves underage girls and you you saw that i know you saw the video with him with the girl who's saying like hey i i fucked trippy red i was 16 when i fucked him yeah like i proof like she showed all the proof he has had sex with underage girls but can is it something to blame is he is he a pedophile is he an r kelly or is it or is it him not analyzing the situation correctly that's true I do feel like um, one thing I gotta add to that. I do feel like with like these SoundCloud almost mainstream artists, because mm-hmm. it, um, I do feel like the pussy is different. Like once you're like a big name, like Jay Z, um, yeah. M, Wayne, I do feel like you get those top model bitches or Drake. You know, you get those top model bitches, like the fine ones, yeah. women. Yeah. And I feel like when you're like SoundCloud famous a little bit, you you get kind of like, like the the younger generation, like the the bitches are just like getting into music. And like they don't know what's what's good, or they're just like listening to the moment. I do feel like yeah. they, they ended up getting those ones, you know, like those are their their um, their groupies, you know. And I feel like uh, they just get stuck with that. And I feel like it's kind of fucked up because it's just like you kind of are taking advantage of these younger girls because they don't know any what? better. One second. No, they don't. Where's them? What's up? Where's your tea coming? We can cut that out. We can cut that out. I know, but what? Where? November Sunday. I don't know. I don't remember. Hello? <laughs> <laughs>